Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi 
everyone said hello there and welcome to databank brawl the podcast where we learn about star wars characters discuss our feelings about those characters and then make those characters fight for our amusement and yours i'm your host my name is joseph scrimshaw with me as always is ken knapsack happy to be here and i have got some lemon water today you got some lemon water i have the memory of some whiskey i had last night and that's good enough for now we are delighted that our uh, third partner in the triumvirate that is force center is here jennifer landa thank you for having me triumvirate yeah triumvirate wow, i love that word I'm triumphant that trio yeah <laughs> a triumphant trio just all smashed together uh we also like to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by audible get a free audio book download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash force center over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iphone android kindle or mp3 player this week we are recommending the last jedi novelization just like we did on the main show because it's that good to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com slash force center again that's audibletrial.com slash force center for a free audiobook and with that we can get fighting Almost. We can Almost. get talking about characters. Talk then we can get <laughs> fighting. Uh, man, it's, it's a it's a strange time in databank brawl because every week they put out great shiny resistance characters. Right. So it, this could just turn into databank brawl Star Wars resistance. <laughs> but we still have some uh, fun characters to explore uh, from Solo and The Last Jedi and lots of places. So I went back to uh, some of those uh, uh, resources. So our first combatant, are you both ready? This one will probably require some spelling. Oh boy. Our first combatant is Dava Kasamam. <laughs> I <What>? think <laughs> in terms of pronunciation. So the no, spelling right. is D-A-V-A space C-A-S-S-A-M-A-M. Dava Kasamam. Oh, I was close. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you, uh, did you, did, it, did Dava come right up for it you, Ken? came right up for Wikipedia. Popular oh. search on Wikipedia. <laughs> Popular search. Here's what the databank has to say. Hulking in stature, wearing a protective pressure helmet to keep ammonia gas pumping through her lungs, and with a stoic, unreadable sabak face. Dava is an intimidating presence at the card table, preferring the feel of standard gravity worlds to ease her aching back in her off hours. The rest of the time, Dava can be found toiling as a deep cloud miner on gas giant planets. So this mm. is just one of the great Sabak weirdos yeah. that we have not got to. There's still some they haven't added to the databank. But Dava Kasamam, what just what a great look, right? <laughs> great. Oh yeah, big those big hulking arms, and she's got like that little old astronaut helmet. <laughs> yeah, that right. tiny uh, glass 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 case of emotion surrounding her. <laughs> uh, uh, what what does Wikipedia have? Anything extra? Uh, no stats. Uh, we know uh, gender is female, species, like you said. El, uh, how did you say again? El, Elnacon? Oh, I, it's not in the database. Oh, it's not in? So I didn't have to try to say Elnacon that Elnacon is... Uh, yeah, right. E-L-N-A-C-O-N. Elnacon, female, uh, skin color brown. That's it. No height, though she is... Uh, got it. Got a like I said, these big giant arms. Yeah, hulking in stature. Yeah, yeah. looks looks a little taller than uh, everyone. I would yes. say. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but no height. No height. Jennifer, Listed. do you do you have uh, her uh, her pulled up? I do have her pulled up. Uh, she has massive hands. It might just be because they're closer to the camera. I'm not <laughs> quite sure. Uh, but she looks like she's not going to mess around in this fight. No. Uh, no. She kind of has the Hulk physique mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, and I like that that uh, Jake Lunt Davies 
uh, I believe he he created her, right? Is okay, that, yeah, creature concept, creature designer. concept. Yeah, and nice. he's basically saying that the, you know there's nothing particularly female about her because people generally associate female aliens as having like you know curvy or sexy or having a feminine costume. But he was like, well, why shouldn't she be female? Yeah, why not? Um, mm. Yeah, she's because she's gonna really she's gonna be a tough opponent yeah she got th- three big hulk fingers mm-hmm. yeah for sure and then uh jennifer how would you describe that expression on her face do you think that's just the way her mouth is as a species <laughs> or is she uh kind of thinking somebody's full of crap i think <laughs> that she's a no-nonsense woman yeah she is just she's not gonna take any crap from anyone uh and you can't push her around no i mean l- metaphorically or literally you probably can't Push yeah. her around, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. She works at the DMV, basically. That's, <laughs> that's the way I see her. She's not uh, going to take cool. any crap. So there's not a lot to go on, but uh, yeah. let's talk about how we feel about her. I feel like those are mostly positive things you were saying, Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I liked this character. I thought that she just looked so cool yeah. with that helmet. Uh, it's a real presence, and it, it's the, the cast of aliens around the Sabak table. That, to me, is always so fascinating. Yeah. I felt like there's just so much personality in having that really big body and then that tiny kind of old school sort of space how much which we've seen in star wars before and right. the detail i just saw is that she's got a little bit of fur lining oh. on her yeah. costume there oh. over the shoulder she's a got bit, a little huh? yeah a little practical a little fashion i yeah. like that a lot hmm. how yeah. do you feel about dava casaman dava dava casaman I, I i really do uh like the character I, and i think ford ipso and that whole sabak scene continues to kind of Reward you if you dig in and find all the all the wonderful Star Wars weirdos that are there. I think that's yeah. that's a you know that's what Lucas God Cantina was that you know yeah. that's what he wanted. This I, I'm sure he sees this stuff and he's like I gosh I'd love to remake that part of New Hope. Is there another <laughs> special edition I can do? And and I think uh, it's a great victory for the solo Star Wars story movies. Just it, it just really captured that feel. It was interesting. It was different. Silly a little bit. The design is definitely over the top, and I I kind of like that. So, yeah. yeah, I like Dava. Awesome. All right. Well, this is really good that we all really like this character going in because we'll see how we feel about the opponent. Dava Kasamam will be facing Master Codebreaker. Oh. <laughs> Finally time for oh. Master Codebreaker to fight. <laughs> Here's what the data bank says. He's a soldier, freedom fighter, ace pilot, top smuggler, and a poet with a blaster and a slicer capable of defeating the toughest security in the galaxy. So Maz Kanata describes the man known only as the Master Codebreaker. His favorite haunt is Cantobite, where he's recognizable by the red plum bloom adorning one immaculate lapel of his tuxedo. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Wow. That's all that's all the data bank has is just pretty much uh pretty much that. But Ken, yeah. Wikipedia, are there some secret Master Codebreaker uh, short stories? I mean, uh, in terms of height and all that stuff, nope, we got nothing. We got nothing. Hair color, black, gender, male, species, human. Uh, but not a lot. Personality traits, appearances. I mean, he definitely shows up in other things, but it's more like retellings. Um, okay. He's mentioned in the Forces of Destiny uh, episode Shuttle Shock, which is uh, Finn and Rose. But really, that's just them saying we got to find the Master Codebreaker. It's not like we got to find the Master Codebreaker <laughs> Dale. You know, right? Yeah. Mm. So nothing, nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing much. Any, anything that I think comes from like the, the visual dictionaries and everything. We haven't had a story featuring him 
uh, too much. Though. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, and, uh, Jennifer, do mm-hmm. you have any other? De- you see, you're looking at Wikipedia. Anything else jump out to you? Well, what's interesting is that originally uh, he, the character, was supposed to be an a- alien warlord, mm. but then when Justin Thoreau was uh, cast, they changed it. Uh, to basically just be him, <laughs> him in a tuxedo <laughs> with a white stripe in his hair. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. So that's fascinating. Um, did you? Wait, did you guys see that? Supposedly, the master codebreaker uncovered, shared his information, his personal information, and made it public. But he encrypted it so that whoever could. D- decode it would know who he was, but nobody could decode it. it th- that must be a visual dictionary. It uh, must detail. be right. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Of, I see that, but yeah, kind of an interesting thing that he would do. It's a total like jerk Jerky, move. Of, like, yeah. try to dox me if you can. <laughs> exactly, you can. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. a doxing dare. Yeah, yeah. It, I like that. That those sort of modern elements of this character. It is fun when you pull up the images of him. You get a picture of him. And then you get a picture of a picture of him in the visual dictionary. <laughs> then you get a picture of Ryan Gosling <laughs> wearing a similar tuxedo. What? And, uh, and fair. Uh, Harrison Ford, I believe, from Temple of Doom. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, from Club Obi Wan. Yeah, with the uh, with the same red yeah. type of red flower and white tuxedo look. So oh, like he yeah. he's he's got a history of a uh, debonair in his DNA. Yeah. Uh, this character, Master Codebreaker. Um, yeah, hmm. a tiny little uh, mustache, white streak in hair, very elegant, very James Bondy. Yeah. How do you both feel about Master Codebreaker? So uh, here's the thing. I'll confess this I maybe in detail for the first time. I really love this character, and I really like Justin uh, Thoreau uh, having this cameo. And then when I got out of the movie and was like, oh, everyone hates it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I guess I hate it too. What? Like, I just thought, I get it is different. And even the music cue is different. Yeah. yeah, I totally get. And then you see it's a cameo, so you're like, "Oh, that's the guy from the thing I know." And then I, so I don't. I'm not here to. I won't even defend it too much because I just like if you if you didn't like it, you didn't like it. But there's just something about that moment. I was like, "Oh, this is great. This is you know a little James Bond in Star Wars," and I'm fine with it. And if if you were to get a little comic with his adventures, I'm sure it'd be interesting, and I'm sure it'd be fun. So I I have this, I like him, I understand you might not. Okay, cool. Jennifer, how do you feel? I loved him too. I thought it was just a, a fun little moment, and I, I had the moment where I was like, is that Justin Throw? Oh my gosh, later on, mm-hmm. it is him. And I just thought that it was just something out of a 1940s, 50s film, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed the character. Yeah, I, I I like him because he is almost a parody of not only the, I mean, there's the James Bond vibes, but there is the, like, the male hero from films of the 40s and 50s who is impossibly good at everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you get the sense that underneath, maybe damaged. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Maybe he needs some help. And, like, maybe he turns to Mars and he's like, yeah, I need to let somebody see behind the mask that, I, that I'm wounded. Help me, Maz. Like, I, he hints at so many great ideas that I want to hear. Yeah. Hear and see more stories with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe we will right now. Uh, any other thoughts or feelings before we do this? No, no. Mm-mm. All right, let's do it. Let's fight. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So as always, uh, we like to keep it within when these characters are alive. They're, neither of them have died on screen. And era-wise, mm. I kind of I lean towards going to the sequel mm-hmm. era when, yeah. uh, when Master Codebreaker has that streak of white in his hair. Uh, and yeah. it seems like David Casamam is the kind of alien who uh, maybe lived a long, healthy life. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the no, no, no information on that. But yeah, I'm with you, too. Like, she she looks like she's one of those, like Maz Kanata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not a thousand right. years, but can go a couple hundred. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> so we could go to lots of places because these are both characters who come from very different places, uh, but both like to gamble. So mm. we don't have to go to Canto Bight. We don't have to go uh, to Vandor. We could go anywhere where there's gambling. See, I, yeah, definitely. I didn't want to go to Canto Bight. I could make a case for Fort Ipso or a Fort Ipso-like 
situation because yeah. it immediately puts him at a disadvantage. He's out of his element, or he might be right in his element. He Ooh. might be able to change his element. I like this a oh. lot. I say let's go to a more low-down dive mm. place where scoundrels m- normally hang out, and then right. this, uh, for lack of a better term, fancy man comes in. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Jennifer, uh, do you have a planet in mind where gambling might spring up? Or Oh, I mean, n- not off the top of my head, I would think think like why not we oh, tatooine I, I, there's not going to be gambling there but i guess we could set a casino there sure. could go to, well desert you know yeah like no Las let's Vegas. I, let, why not that's could fun. go to mas espa go to oh, like a yeah. bigger city okay. yeah you know i like yeah. i like the idea that in mas espa there is a floating card game okay so like the huts have all the, of the the uh, races on lockdown right where i'm sure you have to go through them right and maybe this is a small startup thing where like we're trying to hide from the huts and have a, a side bet that doesn't involve them. Like mm. it. And it's that kind of thing like from Guys and Dolls where like it's a different location every time so we can't get caught. Right. Yes. Okay, I like that. Like that a lot. Yeah. So, so it's not so this time it is on Moss Espa. Moss Espa. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I just want you're saying this card game does go to other planets or just around I think other different parts of Moss Espa. I, I, gotcha. Let's say gotcha. let's say they're they're betting on the races. They're betting on just one of the pod races. It's not the Hitchhiker's Guide floating party in the sky. No. Yeah, we're not going to run into it. Okay, great. Got it. <laughs> we could, though. Good. Who good. knows where <laughs> we will go? But I think for for the purpose of setting our scene, uh, there is a pod race happening in Mos Espa. Love mm-hmm. it. And uh, Deva Kasimam, I think, mm-hmm. being of these kinds of worlds, he's got, knows she got the, the information. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, sent to her while she was uh, busy on a gas giant mining away. Yeah. And so she comes to to try her her large three fingered hands at uh, at betting around this pod race in some way, uh, and I think Master Codebreaker maybe uh, cracks an invite and invites himself. Absolutely, and I think the game is a hand in. Ooh, um, and so uh, Dava is she won she won the first hand, so she's collecting her winnings, and that's when all of a sudden the door opens. <laughs> And in comes, <laughs> is there a seat available for me? Mm. <laughs> uh, and I think there are only a few people here. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Dava was, was looking forward to, to winning a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think that Dava wants this money for right now? I think that she wants to get some n- new tools for her for her job for she's a yeah. she's a cloud miner right yeah. so she needs some new tools and she's kind of she's kind of a, a geek about that and she yeah. wants you know this oh, this top yeah. of the line drill that yeah. she saw in the hollow catalog yeah it's expensive and, and i think oh, yeah. after a long time of like working for other mining colonies and mm-hmm. mining companies and concerns she's got her own little side business yeah uh uh david drills yes. uh and, and, and it's like <laughs> she's trying to make her way she finally saved up some won some card games and she's got her own business and now she needs her own tools she's trying to get yeah so there's some stakes for her yeah yes. i think this is like the the way the kid wants the red rider bb gun she's been like yeah. the hydro drill it'll change my life exactly i get okay. that hydro drill so i think uh, Master Codebreaker saunters in, and Ken, as you uh, depicted so well, he's like, well, I, I cracked a code, so, <laughs> and I think he uh, pulls out a seat, and I think he does the uh, one-leg flip over to skit in the seat, oh, oh, no. and I think David just says, I know who you are, nope, and I think she just <laughs> grabs him by his fancy tux, picks him up out of the chair, and sets him 
down, down, and on just the like ground. removes him from the table, just like out of the game, down on the yeah, yeah. She Boom. picked him up out of the out of Love the chair it. that he just sauntered into and puts him back down. Just nope. And he kind of doesn't know what to do because this is he doesn't he's so smooth. I mean, Maz loves him. He loved, he, right? Lovey loves him though. Lovey's also trying to usurp his power. I think as well. Good for her. Um, but he just like. He stands up, he brushes himself off, and he's like, I, I don't believe I've ever experienced this in all the galaxy. And he starts to go back to the chair to sit down, and she kicks the chair out. Yeah, she just, I think, yeah, powerful kick. She, it go, the chair goes flying against the wall and basically explodes. Yes. Because mm. she's so strong. Yeah. And what does she say to him, Jennifer? We don't deal with your kind here. <laughs> My kind? Debonair, dashing, and dazzling? Humans. <laughs> well, so there's one other human there. You're like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. Damn, uh, <laughs> damn. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah, I have gets out of there. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. He, I, I think he's also like. I, I think I was like, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> you're all right. Uh, and I think uh, that uh, there's a Rodian there mm-hmm. who's r- real down on his luck. Clearly, doesn't have much money at all. Right. And like, uh, and basically uh, says uh, that yeah, look, we all know who you are, code breaker. We we know you you you're good and you're smart and you're fancy and you swoop in and I don't know if you cheat or if you're just that good, but we all we all want to play a nice game and maybe make some money. We don't we don't want you here. <laughs> I support Dava, and I think uh, Master Codebreaker strikes back. I think he he tries to prove his worth by taking a physical action. What do you think he does, Ken? He reaches for the pot of credits Ooh. and money and other, probably a moving little fish thing someone put down as a bet, and he grabs them and he flings them like little ninja stars almost, for lack of a better term, just like, how about this? Fling, fling, fling. And he just starts hitting this Rodian in the, in the eye. <gasps> and then uh, that human who's like, am I cool? Am I yeah. cool? Boom. <laughs> and then he flips the biggest credit. Almost if it's the one that wins the Millennium Falcon in that Han Solo card game featured in the movie game. Yeah. And he flings it at Dava, and it hits off her mask. Oh, maybe it, it, and it hits a vulnerable spot, and it, it cracks a little bit. <gasps> Hairline cracks. Yeah, and I think Master Codebreaker uh, says, like, I'll show you all that I'm not just good at cards. I'm a poet with many things. <laughs> Poetry flows through my veins. But then he is interrupted by an attack from Dava. Yes. Mm-hmm. What does she do, Jennifer? At this point, she's she's kind of thrown out her chair, and she's literally just like you know, a Street Fighter, boom, goes right into his stomach. She's like, she's even though she's a very large creature, she's quick. So those fur padded shoulders just pile into his gut. Pile into him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and I think that he lets out just this wail. It still sounds sophisticated, but a sophisticated oof. What would that sound like, Ken? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We're going to have lots of those fun noises. Uh, I think the wind is knocked out of him. I yep. think he goes flying against that wall. And I think the human and the Rodian are applauding and hooting and hollering. Yep. And uh, I think uh, Dava's like, you know, this is for my drill. Right. Um, for the drill. And I think that she just goes in for the kill. I think she starts yep. just raining blows. But he is thin and slippery yeah and a, a trained fighter one would believe uh, or maybe dancer uh so Both. he starts doing some sort of strange that they don't recognize krav maga avoidance <laughs> dance right <Ooh. laughs> flipping around oh. all of her pummeling 
blows. Yeah, a little parkour. He's bouncing off her fist too. Yeah, uh, and she she swing. I imagine she's, she's a little slow, so she's like. Ooh. Uh, and throws are coming in, and he's just able to like flip, flip, ha, ho, ho, ha, ha, yes, ha, <laughs> and he like lands on the ground, and it gives her a swift kick right in the gut. Oh, oh he no. kicks her in the gut. Yeah. Oh, an eye for an eye, a gut for a gut. Gut right? for a gut. Does this hurt her, Jennifer? Yes, she she's now on the ground, and unfortunately, that crack in her helmet is kind of getting a little bit bigger. <laughs> And she's actually starting to have a little bit of trouble breathing. Oh, Just no. Just a little bit of trouble. So she's literally had the wing knocked out of her. S- <sighs> Almost oh. like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, similar. You know, yeah, she similar. can tell breathing. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So, yeah. But she's going gonna, gonna to require all of her strength. And now she's seething. Yeah. She's yeah. seen red. And I think. Dava doesn't like being underestimated Mm -mm. because everybody sees a hulking brute, right? But she's a card game player. She's a business owner. She knows strategy. So I think she looks around and realizes he's too fast and slippery. I'm not going to hit him just with my fists. I need to be inventive in some way. Mm -hmm. So I think what she does is she picks up the entire table, Mm -hmm. right? And she throws it at him. And knows there's a 50-50 chance that he's going to dodge to the left or to the right. Mm. So she actually picks up the table and does a little dance. And as she throws, she watches which ways his uh, his beady little eyes flit. Mm. <laughs> and she knows he's going to dodge to the right. To the right. So he does. And the table smashes. And he's like, ha ha. And she throws her whole body <laughs> up against yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And just smashes him against <laughs> the wall. Uh, things come out of his pockets, like a, a cigarette lighter, <laughs> some loose credits, you know, space vape uh, pens, yeah, yeah. A, a couple, uh, you know, space phone numbers, yeah. a fake eyeball, yeah, 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 yeah. A, a, a <laughs> eye patch too, yeah. Um, and he's like, <laughs> she uh, uh, kind of stands back, proud of herself, and then she grabs him with her left uh, fist, and you know, this big. So she holds; she's able to kind of hold him up a little bit. Not just by the neck, because yeah. it could kill him, I think, right away. Mm. But she gra- just holds him up, almost like when you hold a little chihuahua puppy up, and you're like, oh. <laughs> She's, like, got him up in her arm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think he has at least one more trick up his sleeve. A lot yeah. of the things that he has literally up his sleeve were just knocked out. Mm. But I think he still has. He is a, a master at many things. Jennifer, what does he have up his sleeve to try to save himself? He literally has a sleeve of his jacket. <laughs> That he's even though he's you know now in the air flailing, he is very flexible and he's able to take off his tuxedo jacket. Yeah, and uh, fashion it into like a like a, a rope essentially, and kind of like whip it around. And he's like whipping it around her helmet, which does nothing. Mm. Uh, but then he somehow like whacks her shoulder. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I like this. I like that he 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 did this, what he thinks is a clever move. It's kind of distracting, but what he doesn't realize is he's basically rushing more of the gases that bother her into the crack in her helmet. Oh, mm-hmm. so there she starts go. hacking and yeah, coughing. she starts hacking, <laughs> and as many characters do, narrate what's happening to her. <laughs> oh, too much gas in helmet. And I think Master Kubrick says, I meant to do that. That's yeah, right. right. He had no idea. He had, he had, yes. he had no idea. Yeah. And this has given him time to activate. Jennifer, I think you're right, that he's always ready to remove his clothing. I think his entire yes. tuxedo outfit is pretty much rip away he yeah. he hits a button and it <laughs> and i think uh it's got nothing but his space shorts on yep you, the whole tuxedo rips away and now she is coughing and hacking he is 
nude and mostly weaponless. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a never nude. He's got the space suit and shorts on. <laughs> he's got space shorts. And I think she throws that tuxedo aside and is going in for the kill. Yeah. I think this is a good place to pause in our combat mm-hmm. and decide who we want to win. Mm. I, I, I do love both characters, but I think she's motivated and I support her motivations. Small business owner trying to do, do better. Yeah. And uh, I, I think... I think he need, he deserves some sort of come up. It's not that he's a bad guy or a, a heel or a villain. I just think he's probably got his way a lot in the galaxy. Maybe he needs to learn a little bit of a lesson. Yeah, he shouldn't have been here to begin with. No. Yeah, I didn't like how he entered the bar. He thought that he <laughs> ran the joint, and it's right. like you know, be respectful. Maybe humans are not welcome there. <laughs> Take a cue. So I, th- <laughs> I think he needs to learn a lesson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Master decorum breaker. <laughs> Yes. Right, exactly. Yes. Get some manners. Doing? <laughs> okay, I like this. I don't feel the need to murder Master Codebreaker. No. Yeah. no, no, no. So I've got a vague idea of how he would, uh, how a Dava Casamam would conclusively win this fight, mm-hmm. but Master Codebreaker uh, would maybe escape with his life. Um, so yeah. physically, do either of you have a vision of how, without murdering him, how does Dava just put him down and this fight because who knows what tricks he has not up his sleeve but hidden in his shorts at this point mm. well that's the key uh she to me i think she would rip <laughs> off the shorts yeah she has to humiliate him. yeah this is this is humiliation <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the most absurd and darkest things we've done on data bank brawl you gotta pants him yeah yeah, yeah exactly oh, exactly no. <laughs> She's got to go full junior high on it. Yeah, that's oh right. That's gosh. right. All right. So it's okay. It's, it's not so much humiliation as maybe it's a confronting your fears and issues. Yeah. You know? okay. I don't, I don't so know. I think. Maybe that's what yeah, yeah. I think she comes uh, stomping towards. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust that you don't have any more tricks. Yeah. Right. And uh, does she just? How does she do it, Jennifer? She just does it. Oh, that was. I used to hate this. The pantsing in junior high. It just went, and she just went <laughs> with one fell swoop. And off those shorts go. Right. And she just, he just, he couldn't, he was dazed and confused yeah. by everything that was happening to him. It yeah. happened so fast. And she does it so quickly. He's literally just like standing there and they're just suddenly ripped off. Yeah. yeah. I like that his, his hands were up and he was ready to do <laughs> right. like some defensive cool moves. And yes. like, what? You wanted my shorts? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And they're just off. And like, yeah, I think, uh, I think the human's laughing and I think the Rodian's like, ooh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Rodian's a little intrigued <laughs> about what's going on. <laughs> right. And there's this just quiet beat and he looks down and he's just like, am I? All my weapons have been exposed. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And uh, I think Deva uh, offers him to escape with his life. What what does she say, Jennifer? She says, listen, I I get it. I get your kind. But like I told (laughs) you when you first walked in, we don't want your kind here. So beat it, kid. Just as simple as that. Yeah, okay. And I think he, uh, I think he, he, takes this, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he, he says, all right, I have a bit of a reputation mm-hmm. to maintain. I can see we can't do business here today, but uh, uh, if I if I may, and uh, very cautiously reaches into his shorts mm-hmm. and uh, pulls out uh, a bunch of money and mm-hmm. throws it on the table. It's like, between us, well, this was an adventure we had together. The yeah. rest of the galaxy needn't know about this. Yeah. And I think, I think everybody's kind of cool with that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and I, I shall bid you adieu. And I think he starts to pick up his clothes. And mm. I think Dava says, no. 
<laughs> no. 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 And I think uh, she instructs him to walk out into the harsh, uh, gritty, sandy world of Mos Espa mm-hmm. in, his, uh, in his birthing suit. Yeah. And you think he steps out? Yeah. He has no choice. He steps out into the world. And he I think he maybe takes some pride in it. Looks around and says, I, I suddenly feel a lot different than I've ever felt. <laughs> and he walks out. And he goes, ah, well. Sand, it does get everywhere, but I'll survive this challenge. And he just stands there, hands on hips, and walks out. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, local authorities kind of, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I think he just owns it. Instead yeah. of like running or skittering or trying to buy something to hold in front of himself, I think he just like throws a hand up in the air, and I think he just <laughs> walks down the street proud as can be. <laughs> like a matador. Like a matador. It's like the scene Young Guns 2 where uh, oh, the, yeah. uh, the lady of the house walks out. That's right. White Oaks, you can kiss my ass. Just gets on yeah. that horse naked and rides through town. And That's although, what he's doing. Yeah. And although she's very old and yeah. her sight is not the best, yeah. Jira has an interesting, <laughs> interesting time yeah. watching the Master Codebreaker's Strange Parade. Storm's still a-coming, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Nudity's a-coming, Annie. Uh, uh, and I think then, uh, I think the, uh, Dava sits down and, and plays the game, and how do you both think it goes for her? Everyone, she's so, I think, just uh, thrilled. Everyone's happy f- the, that she got this human out. Uh, I, think she, I think she wins three or four hands. Just yeah. boom, done, done, done. Then, it's my day. <laughs> and I think she's got all those winnings. They're yeah. more than enough for a drill. And yeah. then on top of it, she takes that tuxedo, which is very, very valuable and fancy. Yeah. And I think the tuxedo alone is enough to pay for her hyper drill. Her hydro drill. Her hydro drill. Yeah. I absolutely think you're right. She takes it to a store, exchanges it. A tuxedo for a hydro drill. Yep. Mm. And what a moment. One tear drips down on the inside. On the inside. Nice. It fogs up a little bit. Fogs in her, up. Her brand new helmet. I was going to say, her repaired helmet. <laughs> her yes. repaired helmet. Yes. That's the end of our story. Jennifer, do you have any vision of a uh, post-credit scenes of Dava enjoying life? Dava Casamam. I think she's running her business. Business is going well. And somehow the master code breaker shows up in her <laughs> shop. <laughs> You know, yes. and he same attitude and demands something, and he realizes who she is because she has a forgettable face and helmet, and they go at it again, <laughs> <laughs> round two. You think this is a fight that goes on? Yeah, through the ages, through the decades. <laughs> yes, arch enemies. Yes, <laughs> David Casamam and Master Code Rigger. I love it. That's yes. the first fight we've had where it's like round one, round one. of this <laughs> epic, <laughs> endless conflict. <laughs> that is so great. Uh, if there are characters that you want to see fight, let us know. Use the hashtag databankbrawl. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at catnapsack or knapsackfiles.podomatic.net. And Jennifer, where can people find you? At Jennifer Landa on all the social media sites. Excellent. And we always like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash cloudcitysoundtrack. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash forcecenter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw and Check out my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can, of course, like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.